Hola, hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of Bien Fuerte. During the pandemic, we did a podcast on finding your tribe. We did it with my friend, Nancy Trader, fellow working mom and girlfriend of 13 years. We talked about having good people around us that we can rely on for that emotional support, as well as helping us raise our kids. I will link the episode in the show notes below. So if you haven't heard it, please listen to it. I've had other moms, entrepreneurs, clients, girlfriends, and trainers that have walked beside me as I went through some rough patches and celebrated some great milestones. During my fitness competition times, I gravitated towards competitors that were working parents as well that had a healthy balance in the fitness life and making healthy foods for our families. My community has provided and given me the best advice and held space for my mistakes and nurtured me when I needed some love. I grew up with tough love, so I tend to be hard on myself and minimize my accomplishments. I don't have family in Seattle, so I build relationships with people who have become my family. I'm very grateful for them and for you, as some of you know. I most recently traveled to the Bahamas and was reminded of how blessed I am. My village and my community came through once more. My husband's mother came to town to stay with Sophia while we were gone. We chose to have kids later in life. As some of you know, we have aging parents that can't really drive or take on all the responsibilities of caring for our high school senior, who's hardly home, and an independent, strong-willed first grader and not to mention our sick pup, Earl, at home with the list of medications to take on a schedule. That in itself could have deterred us from traveling, but our marriage and our time together is important. And so we have to learn to ask for what we need. I'm not shy about it either. I've been through some rough stuff to teach me that I don't have to do it all alone. While we were gone, our next door neighbors walked our dog, Earl, in the morning, and another friend took Sophia to and from school. Other friends were on site working on the studio construction, checked up on Earl, and walked him in the afternoon. They would even send us photos to ease our worries. My girlfriend Veronica picked up Sophia and took her to the bouldering project for her weekly class. Grandma doesn't drive or text, so we got Sophia set up on an iPad and was able to communicate under supervision. Thank God for technology when it works like this. So you see, it works if you are willing to give and receive. Your tribe is the community that you make. It is the village that helps you raise your kids. When our neighbors moved away, it was devastating. Our kids have known each other since birth to seven years old. Now we learned how to make plans to see each other and keep our strong connection. They are just a call, text, or postcard, or even Zoom meeting away now. When our new neighbors moved in, I took them a bottle of wine and some food and to welcome them to the neighborhood. I also gave them my phone number and said, if you see my daughter or my dog outside walking themselves, please call me. We want we watch each other's houses celebrate milestones, and take care of each other's kids. I thank you for the bottom de mi corazón. 
if you do not know how to reach out or ask for help, it's okay. Here's my story. I had to learn how, and I'm always integrating new people. I grew up in a large Mexican family of 11. That was my first community. Coming from a different generation and having parents who didn't finish high school, my mother's teaching for us was that finishing high school and getting married, those were the goals to aspire to. Find a man that will take care of you, was what I was told. I deterred from that advice as I watched my mother in her third marriage still struggling to survive. Most of my siblings are on their second and third marriage. I was the youngest and I had a different take on life. And I always challenged the status quo. Sometimes what we were taught doesn't always fit us anymore. We are people that evolve and grow. Always. I moved out of my house when I was 14. I had a great community of social workers and friends that found me a place to live and gave me that emotional support. I saw in them the lives and the love that I wanted. They had a purpose in seeing me succeed. I realized that I had to leave the small town that I was from to have better choices. It took courage to make new decisions. My mother didn't talk to me for three years. And so I spent a lot of time alone, which was great because I finally had my own room and space physically and literally. I no longer had somebody telling me how to live. I could create and make my own mistakes along the way. That was my first rite of passage. I learned that education provided better options for a career. I saw my friend's parents who did go to college living a different sort of life than my parents did. When I got to college, I realized that I loved to learn and I was surrounded by people who felt the same. I found my tribe. My psychology class opened my eyes. It was my favorite because it explained that people's belief systems are different. I had a great sociology professor who was white, but spoke better Spanish than I did at the time because of his travels. At that point, I had only been outside of one to one other state, aside from Idaho, where I grew up. So I decided to study abroad in Jalisco, Mexico, and I learned a lot about my history and hung out with people from all parts of the world. I thrived in this environment, and I realized that I had to have a career that involved working with people. I grew up fast and had big responsibilities at a young age, like a lot of immigrant families do. I knew I could accomplish a lot. I actually had to learn to relax and take a break. Let's just say I became more childlike in my 20s after I worked out on my trauma with some therapy. I got to do activities that I missed out on as a child, like sports and travel. I competed in fitness competitions and traveled all over the world. A lot of my older clients became my mamas and my professional clients have become my project managers for business, house renovations, and other parts of my community. So you see, wherever I went, I built a community around me of like-minded people who are continuing to grow and challenge themselves on every level, physically, spiritually, and mentally. Some of the situations that required me to ask for help was starting a new career, a new business, a marriage, becoming an instant mom and a wife at the same time, parenting a newborn, starting a podcast. 
I took and I take advice where I can get it. When I didn't listen, I suffered. And so I like to ask for help now. And I also realize that people like helping me as well. I most recently took a chakra energy and healing class with some wonderful ladies that are now part of my tribe in the personal growth arena. We remind each other to use the tools that we learned these last two years. We can process life and keep each other from reverting back to old patterns. We help each other integrate this stuff into our daily lives. The world doesn't always model accountability or responsibility. We created a community to hold space for each other without judgment, to stay committed to ourselves. That way, we can be free to be and create, not blame or react. We also spread it into other parts of our other communities. In the process, I learned a lot about financial freedom, expressing my authenticity, voicing my feelings, concerns, and needs. I learned that I love to create and serve my communities. I also learned that unconditional love doesn't mean that you're a doormat. Setting and having boundaries are healthy and very important. I created what I didn't have as a child. I understand more about compassion and mercy. As one of my friends quoted, the miracle of mercy is giving what you never got. It's also receiving and letting people show you love that we all deserve. So get rid of those extra pounds of those expectations and those limiting beliefs and be open. Give what you want in return. So my challenge to you all is show someone that you love them. When you get a compliment, say thank you. Don't rebuttal and accept the love and show the love because that is being strong. Be in fuerte. Adios, mi gente. Thanks for listening to today's podcast of Be in Fuerte, mi gente. We would so appreciate it if you would write a review on whatever podcast platform you are using so that we can get the word out. And please, if you find a podcast episode useful, share with a friend. Be in Fuerte is powered by my company, Fuerte Fitness at FuerteFitness.com. Connect with us on all of our social media at Fuerte Fitness. Let us know what you want to hear more in depth of competition, nutrition, workouts, or how to find a balance. We will be interviewing gym owners, trainers, coaches, clients, friends, and many others in our industry. Connect with us at Fuerte Fitness on Instagram or on our website. Gracias y adiós.